boost your mood in New Jersey. Surprise yourself with new wonders. Stroll beaches and boardwalks. Discover places to dine and catch up with friends. See inspiring art, culture, and history, too. Savor sea breezes and explore all the treasures nature has waiting for you. Rise to the call of adventure or catch a wave into the ocean blue. Find it all at visitnj.org. Bye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. For all the stands you stir at me, for all the truth that you may see, for all the joy you brought to my life, for all the wrong that you made right, for every dream you made come true. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV and Shortwave, and through our broadcast affiliate network across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, and in 20 Asian countries. Our toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. At one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and www.xzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Mr. Pat, and we're going to be asking the question Are Americans clueless about the threat of Islam? Mr. Pat once owned a Department of Defense manufacturing business and lived in the Middle East and Africa for many years. At the time, he worked for U.S. companies on American projects and joint ventures with foreign corporations. Mr. Pat started off working in Egypt and then traveled extensively in Africa and throughout the Middle East. 
It was during that period that he gained insight into the Muslim Arab mindset as well as a vast degree of experience in geographic and political makeup of Middle East and Africa. Mr. Pat was ultimately imprisoned and deported by the government of Botswana for an infraction that would go unnoticed in the United States. So, tell me, Exo Nation, complacency. Now, I guess that's an inappropriate term to describe the American population's view of the war of Iraq. Let's ask Mr. Pat. Mr. Pat, welcome to the Exxon. How are you tonight, sir? Oh, I'm very good, Rob. How are you? Fine, thank you, Mr. Pat. Um, why do you say Americans are complacent? Well, I think but the, 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 my terminology of complacency is that I think the Americans just don't really understand the threat that they're faced with, and we've wrapped ourselves up in our little cocoon over here. You know, I know the war in Iraq has got people, you know, you know, split, you know, terribly in this mm-hmm. country, and and we're just sitting back and leaving the Muslim threat that 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 we really are facing uh, go by the wayside. Now, um, you lived and worked in the Middle East for years. How were you treated as an American? Actually, I was treated pretty good. The uh, the, I, the people that I dealt with on the side of the of the. Uh, the contractor side from that side, I dealt with. The, you know, they were mostly Muslims, but mm-hmm. they but they treated me well. From they told me anything I wanted to hear. Uh, the villagers treated me very good. They were very very nice to, nice this all the time. I didn't have any problem uh, in the Middle East uh, as far as as far as being treated. They, they they treated me pretty good. Now I you know I I know a number of Muslim people and they they disagree with what is going on. They they just want to live in peace and harmony with their their fellow Americans, their fellow Canadians and they don't uh, they don't push the Muslim way of living down anybody's throat and they believe that you know we're all here and we have to respect each other's beliefs and each other's religion. What went wrong in this entire equi- in in this tie in, in the entire formula that that there seems to be Muslims against Christians and, and so on. What happened? Well, you know, the you've got It's like you know, a Muslim that calls himself a Muslim that that is, you know, the, the moderate Muslim. It's like it's kind of like the Catholic that believes in abortion. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they 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 don't really believe in their religion and what's taught. Uh, there are a lot of you know very nice nice people that are Muslims. Yep. The the but they but they're not living the jihad world that that Muhammad taught you know that the the uh, the true Muslims the ones that believe in, in what their what what Islam was all about it's a war of conquest that started in the sixth century the the, the sole purpose of, of, of Islam is to rule the world under one caliph they give you an option to convert to be killed or to be enslaved and that's what the religion tells you Mr. And Pat so, please stand uh, by we have to take a commercial break Mr. Pat is our special guest he's the author of the Foundation for Peace, and it's available at barnesandnoble.com. We'll be back on the other side. And if you'd like to ask Mr. Pat a question, give us a call at one 528 8255 My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on Shortwave.
Mr. Pat is our very special guest, and um, we're talking about his book, The Foundation for Peace. Mr. Pat, welcome back, sir. Um, what was the infraction that you did that got you deported? <laughs> yeah, that would have gone well, actually, unnoticed. What happened to me is I needed to get to South Africa for some medical attention, and I had $10 too much money of the Botswana currency in my wallet, and I couldn't get rid of it, so I tore it up. It had the president of Botswana's picture on it, so I defaced the currency and I insulted the president. That wouldn't go, th- you know, you can do that in this country and nobody would bother you. But over there, it's a very serious crime. Over there, it's, you know, throw you in jail time. It, wow. I ended up, you know, initially paying a $5,000 fine and $3,000 attorney fees, and then, and then later on, finally, they re-picked me up, put me back in jail, and then eventually deported me. Did you get the medical attention you needed? And a couple of days after I got out of jail. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, how, how do you view the threat of radical Islam after spending so much time in the Middle East? Well, the, 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 one, of the, one of the things that, that is really nice about what's going on in this part of the world, you know, I think our John's doing us a favor getting up spouting off his rhetoric because he's telling us what's going on. The, the, the threat's real. The threat is a, is a global attempt of, of taking over the world eventually. It, you know, they've got 1.3 billion people on mm-hmm. their side now. Uh, it's the fastest growing religion. It's the only growing religion, actually, in, in, the, in the world today. Christianity is declining. You know, there's only 15 million Jews left in the world. The, the Buddhists and the, and the Hindus are all declining, or, or at the very best, holding stable. Uh, this is something that they set out to do 1,600 years ago. They came, you know, and it's, it's an ongoing thing that they want to run the world under their religion, and they want to impose the Sherry Law on everybody. They, you know, they, they hate the way we live. You know, it, it goes against everything that they teach. You know, the, the, you know our, the, between Hollywood and Las Vegas and the... And the and the gay parade that goes on in this country and uh, all this kind of stuff that's happening is totally against their way of life. All right, but if it's happening over here, why should it concern them over there? Because they're, they're, what, what they set out to do 1,600 years ago hasn't, hasn't been finished yet. This jihad thing that you hear about is a way of life. It's, it's the Islamic conquest of the world. See, they think they're liberating you. You know, they're not conquering you. They're liberating you. They tell you, you know, the Quran will tell you and their religion tells you that you were born a Muslim. Now, the fact that you haven't accepted that, you know, is, is something, is what causes you to be, uh, you know, the heretic. So what they're going to do is they're going to liberate you back into their Muslim religion, bring you back into the fold. And that's what this is all about. Now, we're talking about uh, the... the um the radical uh, radical Islam here. We're not talking about. Uh, no, I'm not talking yeah. about radical Islam. I'm talking about Islam. The what, that's the pro- one of the problems that we have in this country. And, wh- and when I say the complacency thing is that you know uh, between our senators and our congressmen and between the people that are talking about this subject, very few of them have read the Quran. Very few of them have read, have read the prophet's life, you know, a, a history of the prophet. Very few of them really understand what Islam is. The definition of Islam is the submission of your will to God. Total submission of everything in your life to God. God owns everything. Now, the, and in Islam, they, you know, they, 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 they teach that they're, that they're not allowed to have any friends other, unless you're Islam, unless you're Muslim. 
Muslim is the definition of, of, of the society, the, the total society as a whole. Mm-hmm. And yes, we, we, we have a moderate part of this thing with the people in this, in this country and some of, the, you know, some of them in, in other parts of the world, but the religion itself, the basic fundamental part of the religion is that if you, you have three options, they give you three options. They say you convert, we can enslave you, or we can kill you. Now, one of the things that, that's interesting is you, you can go back and you can find a million books that, that tell you that I'm wrong, or you can find a million books that tell you that I'm right. You know, everybody, everybody can find a way to, to defend their point of view in this Definitely. situation. Yep. But reality is that when I, the Iranian Revolution and the fall of communism gives us a peek into reality, and if you go back into the Middle East, you know, the... The, since the since 14th century, there are no religions left. There are no other peoples left in the Islamic societies. They, they've, they've, they've either killed them, run them off, or enslaved them. And that's, you know, Sharia law is now in, in effect in, you know, Pakistan. It's in effect in Saudi Arabia. There, you know, no other religion is tolerated in Saudi Arabia. No, you know, no other religion is tolerated in Iran. And although there are some religions tolerated in places like Egypt, because they're, even though they're under Islamic law, they're not under Islamic rule. So it's something that, that is going on, and we, and we can sit back and we can see exactly what's going on for 1,500 years, and when we have the opportunity to confront it, we refuse to do that. I mean, we have that situation today in, in Congress, you know, the Armenian situation with, with, with Turkey, you know, mm-hmm. it happened. We have the problem in Sudan. It's happening, but, but the, the, the United Nations refuses to do anything about it because most of the United, United Nations people is run by the, by the African Congress. So it's happening. Why is, why, is, uh, why, are, why is the Muslim religion the only religion that is growing? Why aren't the other religions growing? Well, I, I, I'm not, a, you know, I don't know about, you know, I know that the Muslim, the, there's two things. Muslims have big families, mm-hmm. you know, and, and number two, that they're, that they're moving, you know, they, the, uh, the Muslim in the, in, the, in the Far East, in, the, in the Indonesia, the, you know, look at the slaughter that's going on over there today. Look at what's going on in Nigeria and Sierra Leone and Chad and, you know, the, in Sudan. So, you know, they're accumulating more and more as they get, as, as, as the years go by. Uh, Christianity has taken a toll. You know, the, the, the uh, it's, it's not growing like it used to. It used to be 30% of the population, 1980, 30% of the world's population was Christian. Today it's 25%, you know. The Muslims are 20% and they're growing. Don't you think that understanding and uh, and an attempt to bring both sides to the table and learn about each other would be a a step in the right direction instead of the, all the constant wars, fighting, and trouble? I guess my question would run to that would be: you can't sit down at a table and talk to somebody that you can't confront. You know what is the big deal in this country when when somebody posts a cartoon? You know everybody's afraid of these people, so so. You give in to them, you know. Our people, you know, we don't. When when uh, the uh, the Koran, for instance, you know, they, if, if you and I can go out, or the kids can go out, mm-hmm. and they can burn the American flag. But boy, you better not desecrate that Koran. You know, well, the we we won't let we. You can't have a Christmas tree downtown, or put a pic, picture of Christ up in a grocery store. But th- but but we're going to start talking about putting uh, prayer rooms in airports 
and, and allowing these people to pray during their working period, we're giving in to this religion. Well, you know and what? what we need I, to do I, I think is we should cross them and say, look, you guys want to join the party, then you join the party by our terms. You know, it, we, I agree we welcome that you into the society, but, but assimilate into the society. I'll agree with you that it's. I'll agree with you that it's. Try to impose your rules on us. I'll agree with you that it's gone a little bit too far. However, it's the government who let it go that far. Well, <laughs> we're, you know who who elects the government? The, we the people. That's right, and 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 that's what I'm saying is 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 the people are sitting back, and and fighting amongst themselves, and yep. and, and our and our po- politicians are fighting amongst themselves. And uh, we're, 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 we, we have given Iraq to the Shiite Muslims. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, the Shiite, Iran is Shiite. The, the majority in, in Iraq is Shiite. And we have turned it over to the Shiites. So we've actually turned it over to Iran. Uh, you know, our, our politicians don't, don't understand what's going on either. They need, they need to do a little studying. I think our politicians are out to lunch. Uh, the president gave $1.4 billion to Mexico today for the Mexicans to fight their drug war. Now, when I last looked at statistics, we have homeless, we have hunger, we have uh, you know people who require an education. And do you think the people who are living on the West Coast whose homes just got burned to the ground by these, by these wildfires are going to give a... Uh, uh, two hoots of why the you know the president gave Mexico 1.4 billion dollars to fight a drug war, and, and excuse me, don't we still have drug problems in the U.S. today? Like where well, where yeah, where, our, where we, the we, mines? Our priorities for our own people in our country are, are a little bit off. Yes, we have you know we, we're spending you know hundreds of billions of dollars over overseas in a war yeah. that can't be you know that that you cannot solve the problem with. We're, you know, we're, we're we're giving our money away, and yes, people are homeless on the streets. And I, and one of the things, you know, that in this country that that, that is drawing the Muslims into into the, into their little world that going is is all of the unstableness in our social programs. The it's it's you know it's a shame, you know. But you you know what the 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 Muslims who come to the United States and Canada. They do it legally. They don't. They, they don't smuggle themselves in. They they go right to the borders and and they do it the right way. So those people, what do you say? They're they're doing it legally. Well, they, yes. And, and and if you go to your colleges and your schools in this country, you're going to f- find an inordinate amount of of of, uh, of of Arab nationals and Persian nationals in this country. They 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 they're. If you look at their population, they're better educated than we are when they're here. You know, they've got a higher higher percentage of their of their kids graduate from college. Uh, their income ratio is higher than the norm. They do very well in this country. And uh, and why is that? The, you know, we are not having the problems in this country that they're having in places like France because we don't have the social services. But you know, a lot of the Muslims that are immigrating into into Europe are immigrating there because of the social services that we don't have. And so, you know, there's a two-edged, you know, two-edged sword there. But they now, are coming in legally, you know, by the thousands. The way I look at it, if I was living over there and I had a family, I'd want to get my family out. I'd want my family to be safe. I'd like my family to be sound, and I'd like my family to have a better education. So they're just doing what people want to do. 
protect themselves and give themselves the right well, to live. That, we that, have to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side of this uh, news break. one 877 is toll-free. Mr. Pat is our special guest. He's the author of The Foundation for Peace. If you'd like to give us a call, tell me what's on your mind. How do you feel? one 528 8255. That's toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at 1 877 528 8255. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the X Zone, and you're listening to us live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Don't go away. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. I'm Rob McConnell. We know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. When you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get great savings and round-the-clock protection, which is as beautiful as looking your firstborn child in the eyes for the first time. Well... That's a bit much. Maybe it's more like looking your second born child in the eyes for like the third or fourth time. Point being, the savings and round-the-clock protection are really, really magical. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. And welcome to the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Today on the X-Zone, do vampires really exist? Do vampires really exist? In creating Dracula, Irish author Bram Stoker, who lived from 1847 to 1912, may have drawn on stories he heard as a child about the cholera epidemic that hit London and Paris in 1849. As in times of plague, there were many cases of hasty burial of sick bodies which were not really dead but in a deep sleeper coma. Stoker's idea about vampires could have been fueled by reports of the so-called dead tapping on their coffins, turning in their graves, or showing other signs of life.
Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. Mr. Pat is our special guest. He's the author of The Foundation for Peace. And The Foundation for Peace is available at barnesandnoble.com. You said that you think the U.S. must maintain a presence in the Middle East, uh, Mr. Pat. Why? Well, I'm going to predicate that a little bit, first of all. Everybody's under the misconception that the the Muslims and the Arabs were in the Middle you know, have been in the Middle East long before anybody else ever got there. That's not true. You know, before Muhammad got there, the Middle East was 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 set, the, the indigenous people were were Hebrews, mm-hmm. Christians, and pagans. And it took 1,600 years, but by but by the by the by the middle of the of the 19th century, the Muslims had everything from the Atlantic to India and as far north as Spain and Italy. Okay, how come the... broke up, you know, the Ottoman Empire was broke up, you know, after the First World War, and Arab nationalism came to being at that particular time. Why were the Muslims so successful in doing that? Well, because the the, the brutality of the Muslims. You know, the Christians Christians helped out a little bit, but, you know, for a few hundred years. But the the Muslim War of Conquest, you know, Muhammad had a very good way of of teaching people lessons. You know, he... he, uh, So does God. Pardon? So does God. Well, certainly, and 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 that's the whole position. You know, you know, they they take the position that the that the Bible is is actually the, the uh, is is Islam's not doesn't belong to the the Christians and the and the Jews. God has a way of of, of uh, you know getting even with us too. You know, but sure. but that's they preach the same thing. They preach the the, the flood. They preach the the uh, the pestilence of Egypt. These are all things that God God did to the people that when, when they didn't do what they were supposed yep. to do. But Islam, came, you know, Islam came about at a particular time that that the world needed somebody to be in control. I mean, everybody was out their throats. It was, a, you know, this this was back at the fifth century, sixth century, when the pagans, the Jews, and the Christians were all killing one another off, and the tribes were going crazy in the Middle East. And he galvanized them. He brought them under the run roof, and, 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 and he started out as friends of the Christians. The Jews, they never were friends. You know, they, the the the, uh, the, the indigenous people, the Jews, were, were were broke their covenant with God. And as far as the Islam was concerned, that they that they should wander the earth for infinity. But they were very successful by enslaving that part of the world. But now, if you look into it, you know, and, and now that we can see it, now that the the curtain is down, we can see that there's nothing left. There are no more no more Christians or Jews or pagans left in the Islamic ruled countries. They're gone, and. Uh, a lot of it took place in the last 150 years. All right, so what happened in the last 150 years to give them this well, strength? The, what, last, try the, uh, the Turks and Armenian people. They, the, the, they, they, moved the, they, they slaughtered them by the thousands. This is during the, World uh, War I, right? Pardon? During World War One? Yeah, the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. The... the uh, the Muslims were moved, were pushed back after the war. You know, they were pushed back out of Spain and out of Italy and and, and back into their own borders. But the uh, you know the, the Vatican helped a little bit. 
the, uh, the, 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 the church and, and the uh, Islamic rule. They were afraid that the Christians were going to be, be uh, butchered, so the church took the side of the, of the, of the uh, Muslims against the, uh, the Jews in Palestine. And it just, it's, been, it's just been an ongoing slaughter for even during the, uh, when, when Britain and France were there. You know, the, the, they slaughtered the, the Jews and the Christians in Cairo and in Palestine. It, it's just been going on for, for forever. Doesn't the U.S. presence uh, just inflame the Muslims, though? Well, certainly. Yeah, the, 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 America is, is everything the Muslims hate. You know, the, the, the Hollywood and the... And the homosexuality, and the, the alcohol, and Las Vegas—these are all the, 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 what they consider to be their Satan. It's enticing their people away from their religion. And this is a way of life that they absolutely abhor. You know, they—they, they, uh, and yet they want to live like we do, which doesn't make sense to me. But but uh, Ooh, I, this, I, is, I, this is this is something that that goes against everything that Islam teaches. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't agree with you there that they want to live like we do because, like I said, I've I've had oh. the pleasure of knowing a number of Muslims, and sure, they they you know they 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 come over to Canada or the United States, and you know they 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 try to blend in the best they can. I, I need to correct myself. When I say they want to live like we do, I'm not saying they want to live like the Paris Hiltons and the Las Vegas crowd. They want to live their Islamic life within the borders of our society under, and, and have the opportunities that we have to better ourselves. What's wrong with that? Not a thing. In fact, I, in fact, I think it's a great thing. I think you know, they're, they're, most of them are better educated yes. than, than we are. You know, they have a higher percentage of college graduates. They, they have a, their, their income levels are higher than ours. The problem that, that, that there is is that the, when you dig into the into the the, uh, the mosques and you go and you and the imams that are preaching in this country, this underneath it all mm-hmm. is the inroads into the religious aspect of their way of life. You know, the, the uh, look at what happens when somebody desecrates a Koran or with or when somebody paints a picture of, of the prophet in a cartoon. Look what happens you know, when somebody... We're allowed to, you know, you can burn our flag. Well, wait a sec, hold on here, hold on here, hold on here, hold on Hold on here, I disagree with you again, because if you desecrate a synagogue, if you desecrate a church, if you desecrate a graveyard, look what happens. So it's just not when you do something to uh, against the Muslims, it's any religion. But but we don't we don't cringe at what happens, you know, it, when the... Uh, why? Why didn't we? Why don't we? Why didn't we put the cartoons in the newspapers? Why didn't people see them? You know, I believe in freedom of of the press. However, I think the press has got to be responsible for itself and monitor itself. Oh, I well, agree. All right. Well, I agree. okay. How? All right. How would you feel if tomorrow morning there was a cartoon based on your religion that was slanted or derogatory? How would you feel? It happens all the time in the Middle East. They, they, they you know, they, it's all the time. But we're not in the Middle East. We're in North America. Oh, I agree, and I don't, and I don't agree with the, some of the freedoms of the press and, free, that, and the freedom of speech that we have in this country. I don't think we should be able to desecrate our flag. I don't think we should be able to desecrate the other religions. I think we ought to have a little bit of, 
common sense and a little bit of a, a little bit of respect for these people. I agree with you 100%. I you know like this is what I believe will solve a lot of the problems is understanding and respecting each other's philosophies and each other's religions because most of the wars throughout history have been caused by religion. Millions of people die by it. My, my point in this is exactly what you're saying. A re- reunification of the religions, the three monotheistic religions, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, they all, they all profess to have come from the same heritage. They all, they all go back to Adam. They all go back to Abraham. The split comes when, when the Christians decided that Christ is divine and, and the, uh, the Jews split off because supposedly they crucified Christ and they broke their covenant with God. And, and then Islam comes up and they say, well, we are the true religion. Christ really wasn't divine and the Jews have no place on earth. What we need to do is to re, you know, reunite the religions in, into a situation where they all get along. That's right, because the Muslims uh, believe that Christ was a prophet, just like Muhammad. Exactly. You know, they they talk about the guardian angel Gabriel, uh, the the angel Gabriel. They talk. You know, it's when you talk. But, but go on. A, go ahead. The big difference is though, when they say Christ is a prophet, they condemn the Christian as a blasphemer because he places Christ on the level with God, and that's not acceptable. The Hebrews don't. The he- well, actually, the Hebrews, that's a, okay, you've got, a, you've got a different religion. The Hebrews don't recognize Christ at all as, you know, as a prophet or as God. Mm-hmm. And consequently, they're still waiting for the Messiah, but the fact that they don't recognize him as the prophet and the fact that they broke their covenant with, with, with God, which they didn't really do, but, the, but you know, from the standpoint they believe they did, you know, that Abraham broke the covenant, that they don't recognize the Jews. So that so that so, so that's their blasphemy. See, blasphemy is punishable by death in the Islamic religion. They got to get over that. They have to get over that. How can we dictate? <laughs> well, what I'm saying, they have to get over. You know, they have to get to the point where they accept other religions. Yes, I mean, sir. They have I to agree. Accept the fact that, that you have a right to exist, because even if you don't believe the way they believe. However, what you do in your own country is your own business. What you do in our country is a different story. And I think this is what we're seeing, is that those who immigrate to North America want to be part of our society and yet still hold on to their, to their, um, to their religion and still hold on to their culture. And Oh, I think they're entitled to do yeah. that. Yeah. I think they're, but but I don't think they're entitled to to ask us to make provisions for their religion over and above the provisions that we make for our own people. In other words, we can't. Our our children can't pray in, in school. Our ch- our children, you know, we we can't. I'll do re- I'll do respect. I'll do respect, sir. That law, you know, that was passed way before the influx of the Muslims, and it had nothing to do with the Muslims. No, but I'm saying they're asking for it. So they want prayer rooms in the airports. What's they want. They want to be able to leave work and pray. I mean, I, I don't have any problem with them doing it on their own time. But I, but I have a problem putting a prayer room in, in, in an airport when Why? I can't put when I can't put a church, you know, a Catholic church in Wait the airport, a, second. Or a Christian Wait. church in the airport. What do you mean? There's there's there are no chapels in airports. 
Oh, not in a public airport, I don't believe. Are you sure about that, sir? No, and I think they'd have to look into that. No, I'm not sure. Because I know of airports that have chapels. I know of hospitals that have chapels. Publicly operated in America. Yes. In fact, cruise lines, in fact, cruise lines have chapels in their ships. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, but, but cruise lines, cruise lines aren't public, aren't public property. Cruise, you know, cruise lines are, are privately owned. They're, you know, privately owned, can do whatever they want to do. But when I'm talking about a public, you know, LaGuardia, Kennedy Airports, you're going to, you're going to put a prayer room in a public airport? You know, hospitals have, have churches. There's a lot of Catholic hospitals. Chapels, like Christian sure. Hospitals. Yeah. There's lots of other, you know, they have their, they have, but those are privately owned hospitals. They're not public. I don't have any problem with, with, with private people doing whatever they want to do privately. I don't have a problem with the, uh, with the man that has the business that wants to give mm-hmm. prayer time to, 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 to the Muslims or to the Christians. It makes no difference to me, but when, but when it's forced on you, I don't think there's any place for that. All right, do you realize that in the Metropolitan Washington, uh, uh, Washington Duels International Airport and Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport, there are chapels? Did you realize that, no, in, the Houston, realize that. in the Houston airport system there are chapels, interfaith chapels? Interfaith chapels. So what's wrong with that? Nothing, then let the Muslims use them. Okay, so what is your point? Well, I guess that uh, well, the, the, I, I, maybe I'm wrong about that particular one. I, I, I'm, I'm having a very hard time following what you're trying to say here because what you're saying is that you agree with, with the you know you don't heart you, you you don't see anything wrong with with the Muslims coming over here and that because when they're over here they they are law-abiding citizens and oh and, no well, some, well wait a sec wait a sec Just, well you know. I hate to I hate to break the glass here, but Americans break the law too. Americans commit uh, the the you know we we have problems within our own boundaries. We just can't point the finger and blame somebody else with all the woes that we have created, as well as they have created. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network. one 877 is toll-free. My name's Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon. My personal belief is live and let live. Respect each other. Because if there's hatred in this world, we're not going to go very far. This world belongs to everybody. It's just not a one-man show or a one-country show. This world belongs to everybody. My God, what are we going to do next? Start saying you can't breathe my air? I'll be back. Don't go away. Is life moving too fast? If you're... Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to be you in time. 
And welcome back, everyone. Uh, Mr. Pat is our special guest. So the name of his book is The Foundation for Peace, and it's available at barnesandnoble.com. By the way, Mr. Pat, at uh, Kennedy International Airport, there are three chapels, one Roman Catholic, one Protestant, and one for the Jewish people. Well, I didn't know that. So, you know. One of the things, Rob, you're a very intelligent man. You're, you're very compassionate. And one of the things I do not want to give you the wrong impression is I'm not preaching hate and I'm oh. not preaching racism. You haven't given me that impression at all. Okay. What, what, what my, my only concern, my concern is that, that we have, you know, six million Muslims in this country. I hope they all assimilate in, in very well, but we've got some radicals in the bunch. I think that what the people in this country need to do, including our politicians, mm-hmm. especially our politicians, is to sit down and, and, and get an understanding of what this religion really is and see if we can bring the radicals into the 21st century. That's what this is all about. Now, have you, have you gone to a mosque and uh, sat in on a uh, service? Oh, yes. I've also read yeah. the Quran. I've read three of the biographies of Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, uh, we, and I spent, I spent a lot of time in the Middle East, at the, you know, yeah. Skirting around the mosque, you know, they're 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 a very uh, religious people. Yes, they're they very uh, uh, passionate, true to their faith. Yeah. And I think that this is one of the reasons why the 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 faith of Muslims are increasing because it is so passionate, and it's it's a faith. You know, like gosh, here we are in the year two thousand and seven. And sure, there are, there are good and bad in every aspect of society, in every religion. It's just not, uh, it's not a cut black and white scenario. Oh, I agree. You know, I, I don't disagree with that. But, I, but one of the things that, 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 uh, that we miss, I think, I said, you know, you need to do a little looking into sure. what's going on in the countries where there is Sherry law in, in, in place. There are no rights to, for, for anybody. You know, you, a non-Muslim cannot testify against the Muslim. Mm-hmm. Can't go to court. You know, apostasy is punishable by death. You know, you can't carry a Bible around Saudi Arabia. Well, what scares me more than that is what's going to be happening here in North America if uh, the North American Union goes through. Because if that goes through, then right here in America... The writ of habeas corpus is thrown out the window. You're guilty until proven innocent. The immigration well, we, we need to protect our rights. Well, sure we do. Well, sure we do. I don't know how we how we do both sometimes, but 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 there's got to be a way. Do you know the, what the way is, Mr. Pat? Is that the public has to be informed. They have to be better educated. They have to be able to see what is going on. They they can't. The mainstream media should not put a mask over the issues. It's the response. Well, we do it every day. We're doing it again, and yeah. we're we're doing we're we're doing it in Congress right now. I mean, we have we have an op, you know, you have an opportunity to to to, to uh, bring history back out into the open. You know, with with the Armenian situation, Mr. You Pat, I've just run out of time. Mr. Pat, we're out of time uh, for tonight. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Mr. Pat's book is the Foundation for Peace, and it's available at Barnes and Noble. When we come back uh, from this uh, commercial break with the news, we're going to be talking about superbugs right here live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.